golden times of the mega bailout. What you should know as an investor now. A podcast by Thorsten Polite recorded on March 28, 2020. The consequences of the global lockdown, the political reaction to the spread of the COVID-19 coronavirus have reached the precious metals markets. Production and logistics of gold, silver, platinum and palladium are severely affected by the lockdown. For example, the refineries in Switzerland have ceased their work. The mints in the US, Canada and Australia are also closed. Cross-border trade in coins and bars is restricted. The big gold trading centers are also affected. London, the most important market for gold bullion OTC trading. The same applies to New York and Shanghai. They represent the world's largest paper gold markets, that is, the markets in which gold futures and gold derivatives are bought and sold on a large scale. The New York Commodity Future Exchange, or COMEX, has recently made a name for itself. It is the most important paper gold market in the world, followed by the Shanghai Futures Exchange. The COMEX is concerned about the scarcity of physically available gold, and this has already created severe tensions and anomalies in the gold futures markets. As an explanation, I should add that futures are derivative financial contracts that obligate the parties to transact an asset at a predetermined future date and price. On March 24, 2020, for example, the price difference between gold future prices and the cash paper gold price rose sharply. The increase in this price difference, the so-called base, temporarily reached more than $50 per ounce, a very unusual occurrence. As a result, there was a severe shift in the futures market price structure. The gold market usually trades in a so-called contango, this means that gold with delivery in the near future trades at a lower price than gold that is only delivered at a later date. On March 24th and 25th, however, a backwardation occurred in some trading segments, meaning that the future prices for gold deliveries in the near future exceeded the future prices for gold deliveries in the more distant future. One reason for this extreme development was the drying up of the physical market. It drove those players into future contracts who currently desperately wanted and needed to secure access to physical material and who were willing to pay a very high price premium for it. It cannot be ruled out that another factor was at work. Perhaps the strong inflow into the gold ETFs is continuing and the gold ETF issuers might no longer be able to access enough physical material. They probably would hedge their risk exposure in the futures market with short delivery dates. And the increase in demand for such long gold futures positions has also pushed up their prices. The London Trading Center uses 400 ounces of gold bars in OTC trading, but these bars are, as a rule, not suitable for delivery in futures trading in New York, because 100 ounces of gold bars are required for delivery here. And without sufficient melting capacities, bottlenecks arise in the suitable material for gold futures delivery. To relax the situation, COMEX has, as far as the April gold future settlement is concerned, allowed the delivery of physical gold bars in the sizes of 100 troy ounces, 400 troy ounces and 1 kilo bars. 
That said, a central problem for those active in the gold market at the moment is the availability of suitable deliverable material in the right place. However, there was not only turbulence in the paper gold market, there was and still is also a rather strong decoupling of the paper gold price from the actual gold price, by which I mean the price of readily available physical gold in the form of coins and bars. The markup for gold coins and bars has risen significantly compared to the spot price of paper gold, and the spot price of paper gold denotes the price that you can see daily in most newspapers and financial TV programs. In other words, gold buyers now consider gold that is physically immediately available to be significantly more valuable than claims to physical gold or promises of physical gold deliveries. As is well known, the gold market is a truly global market. It is not uncommon, however, that gold demand develops differently in different parts of the world. This holds true even in times of a global lockdown. In India, for example, in 2019 the demand for gold jewelry alone was 545 tons. Gold demand currently appears to be declining due to the recessive domestic economy and the high price of gold in rupees. In China, with 681 tons, the Chinese recorded the world's highest demand for gold jewelry last year. Indicators suggest a decline in gold demand in the current year. The coronavirus crisis is likely to play a role here. In the Western world, however, the demand for gold and silver has risen sharply in the wake of the coronavirus crisis. Coins and bars of gold and silver have also become a bottleneck factor in the retail business, and delivery times have risen sharply. The reason for the increasing gold demand is obvious. With the lockdown now in place, the Western governments have made a colossal recession inevitable. At the same time, governments have announced a mega bailout program. Their central banks are on course to fend off the loss of incomes with a flood of money by buying up debt securities and putting newly created money into circulation. Against this background, the question for investors arises, should I still buy gold? My answer is yes. If you can get the opportunity, take it and put at least some of your savings in the yellow metal. Over the past 20 years, the price of gold in US dollars has risen by around 9% per year on average. It has not only retained its purchasing power, in sharp contrast to all the unbacked paper currencies like, say, the US dollar, the euro, the Japanese yen or the Swiss franc. In the last two decades, the price of gold has also increased considerably in real, that is, in inflation-adjusted terms. While the past does not necessarily tell us something about the future, there are nevertheless good reasons why gold will most likely remain attractive to investors going forward. Most importantly at this juncture, the international credit and money system has become particularly precarious due to the global lockdown. To prevent it from collapsing, more and more government intervention will become necessary, and that ultimately means that the major central banks around the world will continue to increase the money supply. Sound economics tells us that a growing amount of money means that the purchasing power of the monetary unit decreases, that the official currencies will be debased. However, 
Unlike demand, time and saving deposits held with banks, gold cannot be devalued by starting the electronic printing press as a means of inflation policy. And unlike bank deposits, gold also bears no default risk. It cannot go bankrupt, in a manner of speaking. These alone are unique properties that make gold an attractive element in your portfolio. To put it in a nutshell, holding gold reduces risk and, at the same time, it will most likely contribute to higher portfolio returns. This statement applies above all given the current price of the yellow metal. In my view, the price of gold of around $1,600 per ounce currently holds the prospect of a considerable price gain over the coming years. Last but not least, let me tell you that gold serves as insurance. It protects you against the total loss of value that can afflict only unbacked paper currencies, but not gold. Dear listeners, thank you very much for your attention.